Somebody made you laugh about it. Talking about Hound dogs on the open. <laughs> Sorry, Barry. That's all right. Welcome to Bourbon and Badges, the podcast coming to you from Gastonia, North Carolina, Studio 77. I'm B-Dub, one of your hosts, along with Hound Dog and Slow Ride. What's happening, brother? You said that with heart. What do you think? Hey, good job, B-Dub. Good job. I knew you had it in you. Thank you, guys. Hey, and we're not alone. We have company in the podcast room, Studio 77. Sheriff Alan Klonger, welcome to the podcast, brother. Thank you for having me. It's great to be with y'all. We have been after you forever to get you on here. We appreciate you finally finding the time to be here. Well, it's time to be here. And walked in in a suit. And so I'm I told you to get the best dress. You said you just came from some type of event? Yeah, they were having a rotary thing. And, you know, everybody knows Kathy's running for county commissioner. I appreciate you voting for her. Kathy is your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, yes, right now. <laughs> I checked the ring; it's still there. But we, we, we got a lot of listeners outside of Gaston County. Just make true. sure they, they know who we're talking about. Yes, and uh, she's up there, and I'm down here. If y'all watching, y'all have fun. So, what is she running for? Gaston County Commissioner for the Dallas Township. Good deal. Good. And the sheriff was kind enough to actually bring us a gift that we will be sampling and drinking here. Oh yeah, the bit. best type of the best type of booze. Free. Free. Yes. Free. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. Welcome here. What, what are we drinking? Hello? We, are drink, we are drinking Rebel. It used to be Rebel, yeah, but somebody got into yeah. whatever. But now it's Rebel. Rebel 100. So I'm going to pop the cork on this. 100. So is, is it 100 proof? No. Yes. That's why they put 100 on there. Is it really? 50. Yeah, yeah 50% alcohol, 100 yeah. proof. Yeah. Oh, wow. But it's, All right. it's an inexpensive bourbon that actually... Goes down smooth and easy. Look at Hound Dog. He's struggling over there. I can't figure out how to well, open it while I'm splashing it. Maybe you need to work out there, Hound Dog. <laughs> Good Lord, son. Hound Dog is just a court. Yeah, we need, to be, we need to be on YouTube. <laughs> He's struggling over there. And well, just to let everybody know, the sheriff is not uh, drinking tonight because he's still got a job for, what, eight more months? Is that right? December 5th. Yeah, yeah that's right. o'clock. You'll be you'll be a part of the, the brotherhood here. The, that retired cop. I'll be, retired. I'll be retarded and... Uh, <laughs> Don't know what I'm going to do yet. Boy, Hound Dog is a master. Poor <laughs> yes, look at that, is. boy. I think we got him. Lord. <laughs> I think How did you him. get that poor to come in there? <laughs> I think we got He's him. good at it. He is. Look at that guy. He's right on cue, too, yes, boy. Yes, sir. Thank you there, Hound Dog. And to the podcast <laughs> listeners, they have these little cute. Baby simpers. <laughs> Baby simpers. <laughs> they look. It's just enough for a sample. Yeah, that's well, that's sheriff. With a we used to have a big full size one, but Hound Dog would do the same pour in that big full size when he does these. So yeah, we we go and halfway through, through the podcast. So y'all we'll never all be got done. to go home after you got through the podcast. <laughs> we go through too much material. So yeah. yeah, we got these little samplers. Yeah, that's cool. Cool glass. Though. All right, so yeah. let's get the thing of nosing. So what do you think? Oh, let me, tell, let me tell you a little bit about this right quick. Rebel uh, Bourbon is a spirit of rebellion in every bottle. Since 1849, our original award-winning recipe has made using and using only the perfect. <laughs> Come on, I no. screw this up every time. Uh, go ahead. It's do, we need, do we need to write it in crayon so you can? That's what's wrong. <laughs> you can't see nah, it. Nah, you just need to get it in bolder print. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. go. It is a computer or a laptop or whatever it is. 
It's made only using the purest Kentucky limestone filtered water and charred white oak barrels. For more than 150 years, Rebel Bourbon has been bridging the gap between its proud heritage and modern taste and to honor the rebel spirit that lives in each of us. All right, we're going we're gonna to test that let's tonight. Check this, let's see. No, and I, I made that up, by the way. No, no you yeah. didn't. <laughs> you did good if you did. It ain't no wood for the Knob Creek, but it, it's very smooth. <clears throat> and, uh, I'm getting a little bit of cinnamon. I, it's a small hint of chocolate on those. I was going to say the chocolate. I'm still doing research. But that's fine. We're nosing for you. Don't worry. We got you. Yeah, y'all, y'all let the listeners know what I think. It's got a little pepper. Well, we're sorry, but are you stuck on that tablet over there? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Right. You got to be smart in the equipment I mean, you operate. Multitasker. Well, that ain't happening. Well, and I'm over with nothing. Well, the poor sheriff don't smell nothing. Like <laughs> <laughs> sheriff's kind of looking around like, what, <laughs> what in the, the crap am I doing here? He's like, is it too late for me to yeah. leave? <laughs> These guys are nosing this just, stuff. Just, like, got a chocolate smell? <laughs> sheriff, if, if, if you want somebody to, after the night, you will you be. You will be now. You'll definitely be something. Oh. oh, let's look at that color there. You're going to swirl it around look for oh, yeah, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't do the color enough. Yeah. I'm doing the color. Y'all don't. I Almost do. like a light honey. Yeah, let's just like light honey. Yeah. Well, I'll give you this a notice is, when we get caught up here. I'm still doing stuff. Can I, I'm going to go ahead and taste it. I'm sorry. I'm right, I'll go ahead, but I want to let the listeners know a little bit about its company. It's Lux Road Distilleries. The distillery is undisclosed distilleries. I guess it's uh, sourced. Is it so secret? Yeah. And uh, the release, first release date of this particular one was uh, April ni- uh, 2019. This is the Rebel 100. 100 proof. No age statement. And the mash bill is undisclosed, but it includes corn, wheat, and malted barley. Price point around twenty bucks. Where am I getting that pepper from? Twenty three no, to be exact. Twenty three. Twenty three bucks to be exact. There's no rye in there, so where are we getting that pepper from? I'm just getting caught up. Sorry. It's got get, about a, it's about a hundred proof burn. It's really good. I would, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. It's hundred. Well, let me drink some more. I figured out. I get a. Uh, I get a vanilla smell and maybe a little bit of a little bit of chocolate like y'all got. Yeah, a little bit of chocolate. Around I know it's smooth going down. I like it. When I drank it at a convention, I noticed the smoothness of it. That's what That's I like. what the reason I liked it. It didn't have a bite. That's right. And actually, for me, after taking a sip, I still content, continue to get the chocolate taste. Yeah, I do. It's got a long, dry, dry finish to it. The, the, on the finish, is dry, and um, it's a little linger of, of, of a light chocolate, yeah. I think. It's definitely not burning up. I like it. Mm-hmm. So the guys that's <clears throat> not professional as we are professional. That's right. That, We're the professional. This is it's, it's the, right. The professional. We, we are a bourbonologist. <laughs> that's what we what are, Sheriff. We are a bourbonologist. <laughs> that's a new one. We go to school for that? We teach the class. Well, what are you, you talking went, about? If you went to college or the early or late high school, you probably were. Yeah. yeah. Then. We're professionals. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is now we're show there, Hound Dog. This is this is boring. Right, I'm done Not the podcast. What you're reading. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah what, I'm, what I'm reading is boring. He was trying right. to do his due diligence over there. All right, I'm done. Give Hound Dog a break. Man, I don't want to talk about due diligence. Well, he's just whatever you want to call it. Doing your research. All right. Yeah. So let's rate, you ready to rate this thing? 
And Sheriff, we appreciate the gift. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, yes. Thank you. Appreciate oh, yes. you. I appreciate you inviting me to come. I've had a blast so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to that, that probably change in the next hour or so. Mm. What are you doing? I'm looking for my phone. All right. No, you're going to add it up. All right. So, B-Dub, what are you rating? I'm ready to rate it. I'm going to go with a seven because I like how it tastes and I like how it goes down smooth. It's, it's not burning me all the way down. That's what I like about it. All right, Steve, what do you think? Oh, you got to take another sip. I always do, man. I'll take another. <clears throat> I like the dry end on it. The dry end is, is good, actually. I don't. There's a lot of bourbons out there that have a dry finish, and I don't like them. But this has got a really good. Dry I said dry end. Dry finish is what I was trying to think. Trying to say. I'm here. I'm here for you, buddy. I go with B Dub. I'll give it a seven. Oh, good lord! There we go. I'm an influencer. Agreed with you. I'm an influencer. Yeah, you're an influencer. <laughs> I'm going to deviate. Uh oh. Oh God. Do we need a drum roll? <clears throat> I still haven't found a drum roll yet for this uh for our soundboard. <laughs> Giving it a seven point five. Oh seven point five. Yeah. Boy, I did good tonight. You did really you good. You did there, Chef. So that is a daily drinker. Daily drinker. Generally, we rate it zero to ten. Zero the worst thing in the world, you pour it down the toilet. Ten's the greatest thing in the world. Worst thing in the world is something called prairie fire. It's a seventy five dollar bottle of whiskey. And it tastes like a prairie fire. Really? I've, I've never heard of it. the nastiest stuff. <laughs> Good Lord. That's <laughs> a ever wasted. So do not buy a podcast. If you buy prairie fire, you wasted your money. We've had a couple of things that was really, really terrible. Old Tub. Yeah, Old Tub is horrible. There's something else we we didn't. That ain't even a good name, Old Tub. Well, it's called, it's, it's, it goes back pre-prohibition when they actually they'd make the whiskey and stuff in a old bathtub. I know, but you bring a gallon jug and fill your jug up out of that tub. Well, I get it, but but you'd hope they cleaned it out. <laughs> <Yeah. they> <laughs> Somebody take a bath <laughs> in it. Old tub. So it's a daily drinker. So what's the overall seven point two? One, one, seven point one. Well, that's close one. You were. You need you need 7. a phone. So it is a daily drinker. Seven point one. I like deal. This. And we don't have a lot of daily drinkers that make the show, sure. We, we really so we don't. appreciate it. That is that is and it is not super expensive, but it's an enjoyable you well, know, one drink in the afternoon. It's a weeded bourbon, so it's gonna be right into my wheelhouse. Yeah. And I think it's great. I love it. That's where the sweetness comes from, that wheat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good deal. I'll talk about it and I'll drink about it. <laughs> hey, I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sheriff, again, we appreciate you being here. Man, this this is a unique time for you, isn't it? You're yeah, getting ready to retire? It's, it's called separation anxiety. Well, you know, uh, well, I'll tell you. I've been through that, though. Oh, yeah. It, it, mine lasted about two weeks. I had that feeling like, you know, you know it's, it's kind of like you, if you, you call in sick and you go fishing, you're having a good time, but you feel guilty. Right. That's exactly what that yeah, was for me. That's a good analogy. Yeah, and it, it's uh, trying to get a lot of things completed that i wanted to complete as sheriff and but you know as the bible says there's a time and season for everything and my time and season came and uh i knew it was time for me to move on and uh and you're going out on top i mean it's you know you've you've you have really done a lot for the county a lot for you know for me too and we'll get we'll get in all these stories oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> so the main the main thing he's done for me is he's been my friend for well over 20 years. Way to suck up, Hound Dog. I'm just saying. I'm not, suck up. Well, he's just saying that's the damn truth. He's never called and asked for a favor, so that's a good friend. Yeah, well, yeah really. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best kind of friends there. Oh, that's good. So I, I, 
I don't know about you two, Cass, but I've known you for this goes back to when you were a county officer, and you uh, were you were for Dallas Rescue too, right? Uh, when I was 17 years old, I joined Dallas Rescue Squad. I worked in the hospital. Uh, I was a security guard at uh, Gaston College. I worked the docks at Roush Industries, and uh, the whole time I'm going to Gaston. Uh, I was a dispatcher at Dallas PD. Can, can you put a time stamp on this about? I was in a car wreck where Kim Johnson tried to kill me. <laughs> Got a concussion. It's eight oh six. That's what time it is. <laughs> Let's see. Or a date stamp. Nineteen seventy five was when I did the hospital. Seventy six started rescue squad. Seventy seven riding with the Dallas police is uh, just a ride along because I graduated in seventy six. I'm a Bicentennial graduate, and then the Dallas dispatcher, Dallas policeman, uh, and I will say this in honor of Police Memorial Week, uh, there was a county policeman uh, named Pendleton, and uh, I met him one time, and uh, he was in a car chase, and the guy they were chasing purposely ran into him and killed him. His parents are great people over Mount Holly, and um, I became a county policeman after he gave his life for us. And uh, that's cool. Called Randy Pendleton. He he was a good guy, and his Max Pendleton is his daddy, longtime preacher in Mount Holly. And uh, so it is Police Memorial Week. Yeah, we have the eleventh uh, and seventeenth. But we'll have next Thursday will be the, well, when y'all do this podcast, it's coming Thursday at 10 o'clock at Holy Communion Lutheran Church in Dallas. We'll have the police memorial ceremony, and then we'll have a procession from there um, to Gaston Memorial Park for the reef land. I mean, y'all always, y'all all three been through oh, all yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll have it all that. And that's my home church, Holy Communion, and. And I volunteered to do it since it'd be the last one that I'll do it as an active oh, cool. officer. Yeah. And, uh, a oh, good deal. So, so the public's invited to come. Please come out and honor the men and women who have given it all for our freedom. Laid it on the line. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. I remember we actually met you. We're, we're sitting. I'm going to tell you where I don't know the, the name of the place. I don't know why I remember it so, but it's a T intersection in Dallas. Uh, right there, there's a car dealership now. Used car dealership on the corner. Used to be Rite Aid was right there. Yeah, uh, met you there. We, I worked for Randall Rescue at the time. And that's when I first met you. And that's and that's many, many, many years ago. Many years ago, did a lot of ambulance calls, and so I was a county policeman, made sergeant. Oh, good. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was a sergeant. Okay. Well, you see, y'all two got something in common. Yeah, okay, right? yeah. Oh, he's a sergeant. Yeah, but- I, you went on to be sheriff, and I went on to be retired. <laughs> well, no, I applied to law school in law school. There you go. Yeah. Steve always says he was a sergeant. Yeah. And I'm glad you went to law school because I've got a story to tell about that here in a little bit, too. Uh-oh. And actually, oh, that's where that uh, <laughs> car lot is now. Uh, originally, if I'm not mistaken, Sheriff, let me know if I'm wrong. That was a tasty freeze. It was a tasty right. freeze. It was yeah. a tasty Jesus. freeze. Jesus. We, we referred to it back then as nasty freeze, but that's 
<laughs> Will I get a suit over that? No. no. Y'all your, might need no. to strike that That's your opinion. No, we're good. Yeah, no. we like our bourbon uncensored and <laughs> unfiltered. It's your opinion, though. Yep. Can't get in trouble for that. Yeah. I mean, that's a long time ago. That's in the 70s. I don't know. If it's, oh, are yeah. they even in a round of more tasty freeze? I don't, I don't think there's... I saw one in my travels across the state. You know, I travel about twice a month for the Sheriff's Association and... I'm, I'm going. I'm not bragging, but I'm the chairman of North Carolina Sheriff's Training Standards, and you know, f- folks don't realize that we have standards. Uh, the sheriff, not on this show. <laughs> <laughs> law, law enforcement has two different organizations that monitor our training and standards. So, uh, I'm I'm the chairman of that. So we meet oh, all deal. over the state. I saw one the other day. I can't remember where, and it might have been closed down. Tasty freeze. Mm. Now we're, it's dating ourselves. Yeah, yeah we're we dating ourselves. Well, you guys are. I'm. I'm probably the youngest guy in the room. So, sheriff, you go on to be uh, get your law degree, right? Come back and practice with Pat Cook, one of the greatest uh, criminal defense lawyers in the state. Well, I hadn't heard that, hadn't heard that name in forever. Oh, Lord, I haven't no. either. Yeah, he was. He was something else. Special guy. Uh, cops loved him and hated him because. He was that good. Then I was assistant DA, and then I ran for DA, got beat. I had one of your signs in my yard, too. Hey, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> they could have done you in right there. Yeah, probably did. <laughs> I probably cost you. Nah, you probably hurt a lot. <laughs> but uh, And then I went to private practice in Dallas and uh, did all kinds of law. Domestic law, criminal law, corporate law, state law, and uh, I did capital murder cases. And my last case I did was a case, State versus Jeff Duke. Oh, really? Oh, man. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah. All three of y'all go, wow. Yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. Jeff. Oh, Lord, yeah. Yeah, if you're listening Definitely. out there, look that up, man. That, yeah. that was something. That's oh, a, that, was, that was something. Holy cow. And that, that was gruesome. That, it was a gruesome case, but we tried that case for six weeks in front of, in front of Judge Claude sitting, and Claude didn't like nobody, prosecution or defense. With a name like that, he couldn't like nobody. <laughs> well, he, he was from up in Burke County. Me and him got along after the trial, but um, at the end of the uh, – in North Carolina, you have a bifurcated hearing for capital, and they were trying him for his life. You have guilt, innocence phase, and then you have punishment phase. And right before we started, he was found guilty – and right before we started the uh, punishment phase, all of a sudden we're taken to a special courtroom and the uh, chairman of the jury has been called and threatened if they didn't give him death that they'd come get him. And then comes the SBI through the back door and they say the transcripts of the trial are gone. Oh, geez. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. They are yeah. gone. And so why is that important? Well, you can't have an appeal unless you've got the written record. transcript, the record for appeal. Mm-hmm. And oh, so man, yeah. they they I were gone. I, I can't remember. I came up there. They, oh, they from guest on your PD, yeah, myself. Oh. Like some, one, of the, one of the detectives came from the uh, guest only came up there. I remember that. Leroy Allen was the lead uh, SBI agent, and I made him search. Me, soon to be judge. Good, well, I'm better not say that. My my co-counsel, 
Young straight that out, right? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, you, you, you didn't drop a name, so it's all good. It came close. My co counsel uh, searched us, searched our cars, searched our law offices because I wasn't going to be accused of stealing those transcripts. And so there's no transcripts, right? And so I make a motion for, you know, a mistrial, new trial. And Claude Sitton goes, or excuse me, Judge Sitton goes, well, we'll let the Court of Appeals decide that. And they, the jury gave him death, and the uh, ruling by the Court of Appeals is actually one sentence. New trial. Oh. They didn't say nothing, but that was it. new trial. And I didn't try the second case. I let somebody else, and uh, Jeff is on death row now. Good for him. Yeah, it needs to be. Oh, God, yeah. That, that was horrible. Horrendous. That was terrible. Mm. Jeez, I didn't know that. I forgot about the transcripts, though. I remember. Yeah, it's funny. You know, yeah. uh, all the uh, the years of law that's in this room right now, law enforcement, and you know, you, you do some things. You just skips your mind sometimes, like that, like that trial. That was that was something. Well, we all remember it. But. Yeah, as soon as, it, as soon as it's brought up, we all remember it. I mean, just like you know, like it happened yesterday. Was that yeah. a triple murder? From was that that was a double murder? But he was accused of two other murders that. There wasn't sufficient evidence to move forward on. This is the one where uh, he beat one guy for fire extinguisher and put the steak knives and bent them over his in his chest on the floor. They were in the boarding house on uh, number seven. Ozark yeah. Avenue, number seven, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah we had officer, uh, I won't say his name, but his, his mom lived in that same boarding house. Really? Yeah. That is right. Yeah, I yeah. forgot that. Yep. Oh, man. Wow. Went, went down a dark rabbit hole. <laughs> okay, let's liven up here a little bit, fellas. Oh, God. Well, let's, let's liven it up. Let's see. <laughs> who who was it that shot his car that night? Um, short guy. Um, <coughs> city officer. There where Panera Bread is now. What was there? Max. Max George. I remember that night. Yep. When y- y'all, for some reason, it came in my mind. Of, I pulled was- up behind Max. Stand there with his gun, and there's a hole in the top of his car. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Do y'all remember that? Oh, I, I oh, remember that, the stories. That, that was actually before our time. Yeah, I remember mean, the, the oh, stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was probably 1984, 85, somewhere along in there. Yeah. Well, we all talk yeah. about it later, so. Yeah, yeah, we came along in 86. Yeah, 86 or so. Yeah. Okay, so I just <laughs> showed that I'm 64 years old. <laughs> yeah, we're young. But I, I, I remember that. That was, that was something else. Max was a good guy. We had a uh, officer that worked with us. He he quit to went go on to uh, bigger money, and he said, <laughs> "Max is probably going to write in and hate me for this." But he used to say that Max belly crawled from Shoney's, <laughs> which is like what five blocks away, <laughs> yeah, to to the uh, Kroger or whatever it was, and and got in a shootout with this guy and shot his car, killed his. How car. do you do that? I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess he did it, but anyway. I reckon the adrenaline lush is pretty rough on him, but he he, he, he was a little he, – he was in good shape when I got there. Let's just put it that way. So that was your last case that you prosecuted was the Duke case? Defended. I mean defended. I'm sorry. Yeah, defended. Yeah. And I was uh, sitting in my house, and Sheriff Russell came by. Leroy Russell. Sheriff Russell. God good sheriff. And uh, he said, Alan – would you consider uh, coming and being my jail administrator? 
And after going through all that, I just looked at him and said, haven't you going to pay me? He told me, and I said, well, I'll take that pay cut. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So I I went to work for the sheriff's office as a jail administrator, and uh, that summer uh, I told Leroy, I said, I'll work for you for two years, and then I'm going to take care of my daddy, Polly Kloniger. You know, Polly's a well-known person in the community. And uh, so that summer we went, and I'll tell everybody on the podcast, if your daddy or your mom ever looks at you and says, Polly said to us, boys, I want you to take me up there to Alaska one more time to catch them big old flounders, which are halibut. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you the first time we went halibut fishing, and I weighed 325 pounds then, we were sitting on the boat and Polly was reeling in a halibut and had it to the back of the boat. And all of a sudden, the captain come running through with a little snake charmer 410 shotgun. And I about tackled him because I thought he was going to shoot my daddy. <laughs> and I said, well, what the hell are you doing? Oh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> you say that? You I, said, I, I said, you know, what the hell are you doing? He said, well, if I don't shoot this thing and we bring it in the boat, It'll probably kill us because it was a 125-pound halibut. Oh, wow. That's a lot of meat. Jesus. Oh, it was, but it all got stolen in the airport on the way home. Really? Yeah, we didn't get none of it home, but he wanted to go do that again. And so we flew to Alaska, and and, uh, uh, Polly's mind had slipped a little bit because of his age. And but that night in Alaska, his mind was as sharp as the bee. And Polly was known for get telling jokes, and he was telling jokes, having a big time. And the next morning, uh, I woke up. He wasn't up, and he's usually up before us. So I went downstairs, got a key to his room, and went in and found him dead in the room. Oh, no. Same story. Oh, oh no, no. He, he he went happy. He had a smile on his face, and he was looking up at the Lord. And uh, it, it was harder on me that I wanted to pull him down and start CPR, like me and you did in the rescue squad. Oh, yes, sir. So many people. Oh, you're right. On so many people, we did CPR, and we brought some back, but I didn't pull him down because I knew he was too far gone. Mm. And uh, I'll give a shout-out to Billy McClain and Rhonda. I picked up the phone and called them, and I said, you know, Polly's passed up here. I got to get him home. And they said, don't worry about a thing. And they got Polly home. Oh, well, good deal. I didn't have to do nothing. We uh, They actually found me a Lutheran church up there to say a little service before they put him on the plane. And we rode up in, you know, the top of the plane. He rode on the back and brought him home. It's a good story. He, he yeah. didn't have well, good deal, yeah. yeah. That's a good story. Well, he, he did what he wanted to do, and he was with him and enjoying oh, yeah. it and fishing. That was the He never got the way to hook. He died that night oh, before wow. we went. But it's all right. He was he was he was, he was excited. Yeah, you say you had another excitement in his heart knowing that up there knowing what's gonna be happening yeah. the next day and excitement. fishing. Yeah. It was it was it was a good time. Good it was it was a good way to go. I hope I, when my time comes and the Lord calls me I can go that good. Well yeah. Well, I hope it's nothing nice, Sheriff. <laughs> we all look at I know you, you you feel like you peaked tonight on the that, that you made the podcast. I, I, I'm on top of the map. Where can you go from here? Nowhere but down. That's <laughs> sure. Just keep hanging in there. Yeah. 
So tomorrow morning, the FBI will be in my office. <laughs> no, you'll be just fine. No, it's good. Just send them to talk to Slow Ride. <laughs> 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 oh, run. Oh, gosh. I'm too big to run. You I have the right to remain <laughs> silent. Always remember that. Yeah, use it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Like Ron Weiss said, he had the right to remain silent. He didn't have the ability. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's a lot of people like oh, that. Oh, you're right. You're exactly right. So I'll tell you one of the funniest stories I've got recently with, with you, Sheriff, is I don't know if you remember, I'm in the Jeep parking lot looking at Jeeps, and my back is to the parking lot, and the salesman's face the parking lot. We're talking, and you pull up, and you are covered. I turn around, and I say, yeah, I got warrants on you. I turn back, the salesman's gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <you're right off. laughs> All of a sudden, the door was just flopping. <laughs> God knows People can't take a joke nowadays. I mean, you know. They he can't. left me out there. He's gone, son. <laughs> he missed out on a sale. He was going to no, buy one. No, he actually ended up selling me one. After he got out. <laughs> you know, if it had been me, you know what I would have said, hey, fella, here's my card. Give hey, me a no, call. No, the great thing about it, after they, he, he started talking my numbers, I was giving him a mean look. He, I, I can do better than that. I can do better. <laughs> you better. I'm going to make bond, and I'll yeah, be back. That's right. I'll be back after you. <laughs> that's funny. That's a true story. But, yeah, that's. That's sort of in uh so I went to work for Sheriff Russell and uh worked in as jail administrator. That's jail administrator runs to jail. And um so after Poli passed that summer, uh the next year Leroy got congestive heart failure. And I will tell everybody to this day, no matter whether they believe me or not, I never in my life wanted to be sheriff of Gaston County. And but the Lord wanted me to be sheriff in Gaston County. And how long ago was that that you started? Twenty oh two. Oh wow! I became sheriff in twenty oh four. I was appointed sheriff when Leroy got congestive heart failure and retired in August. I was appointed, um, and since. August 18th, 2004, I've been sheriff, and I've stood for re-election three times, contested, and one time uncontested. And uh, But recently, uh, I made the decision I was going to run again, but I couldn't run as a Democrat anymore. The uh, My daddy's Democratic Party doesn't exist. There's a lot of Democrats out there that are middle of the road, conservative Democrats, but this wokeness and this give away everything no matter what. And after the uh, people say I'm being wrong by saying this, but after the riots we went through, we went through about 40 days of riots in Gaston County. And every one of you have been a police officer, and y'all have reached retirements. And how oh, many, yes, sir. How many rides did y'all go through your whole career? None. Yeah, I don't think not, no. not one. <clears throat> 30 so, years. The summer was a summer of very much hell, and, and a lot of the people that I saw out there were supposedly uh, good Democrats that were calling us all kinds of names. And when I looked at my men and women that were standing in the line, they stood that line out there 
protecting the citizens of Gaston County. And they were calling, being called names unjustly. And so I just could not remain with the party. The party left me. And so I became independent and decided not to run. And you have to understand, in North Carolina, to run for office as an independent, you got to get so many signatures and so many uh, folks to say they vote for you to even get your name on the ballot. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's the reason most indep- very few independent people run, because you have to go and get all these signatures, and they have to be verified that they're voters in the county. And I don't know what the number is in Gaston County. We got two hundred and twenty-eight thousand people living here now, so it's probably upwards of ten thousand people. I may be wrong, and so I decided it was time for me to uh, go on. That I've become too much of a dinosaur. <laughs> I believe I believe in right and wrong too much. I mean, that's I, I was accused of that. Hey, you fit right in here. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I, I believe in right and wrong, and, and I am not a hypocrite. I have done wrong in my life. All of us have, and, and that's when you turn to the Lord and ask forgiveness and move on. I did that every time I voted you for sheriff. I'd ask the Lord, please forgive me. <laughs> yeah, me but, I, but I voted for you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sheriff. Well, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a voice of confidence or not. Well, you made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it. It might have been a slow rise. Put you right over the top. Yeah, the, the one that pushed you over. Yeah, that's right. And here you are on the podcast with the one bringing you down. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, I don't know, while being sheriff, I've tried to to uh, bring the sheriff's office forward, uh, bring more professionalism, uh, and made sure the sheriff's office is what it is. The office of sheriff is special. There are only 100 off. Only 100 sheriffs in North Carolina. And that's because North Carolina Constitution says each county shall have a sheriff. And uh, I'm a constitutional officer. And people don't realize that. And you know what the difference between a sheriff and the police chief is? Pay. <laughs> oh, my God. He was trying to be serious. That was a good one, though. <laughs> That was a damn good one. That was a good one there. Where'd you come up with that then? Okie dokie. He pulled that out from... Well, I don't know where at. But but go ahead and give us the official answer there. The the answer is this. The sheriff is the people's law enforcement officer. Under North Carolina law, I'm the highest law enforcement official in the county. Yeah. And that's because the people elect me. Every four years... Unfortunately, only a hundred and right one hundred and sixty people are registered to vote in North Carol in Gaston County, even though we got two hundred twenty eight thousand people, and so they decide whether I'm doing a good job. We're a police chief, and I'm not putting down any police chiefs out there. I love all of you. I've worked with all of you. Try to keep us together, but the police chief has to keep four or five people happy. That's the majority of the city council. That's true. Or just the manager. Uh, I'm responsible to every citizen, no matter what their party is, no matter who they are. It's my job to try to help them get through any troubles they've got. And You have to realize not only 
as sheriff, do we have full law enforcement capabilities and responsibilities and obligations? We run the jail, and that is a massive uh, undertaking. We're responsible for the courts, and we do security at uh, DSS, Health Department, County I Admin Building. Uh, and one thing that I ensured that my deputies did is that they listen to the radio, and if they hear an officer needing help or if they hear a call they're close to, that they go to it and they help. And that, uh, well, y'all know. Y'all talked to city officers and said, thank God for that sheriff's deputy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Up. Oh yeah, I mean nowadays when you when you see a city or a county, you see a sheriff. I mean they're all there. I mean they all work in conjunction with each other, and I like it is you know somebody that lives in the city. So like you said, if it's a sheriff deputy near you, he's going to come first. They all it's it's it's, it's, it's going to be that way. And we do that countywide in all jurisdictions, and and uh, and then I mean I can sit here and talk about what I've done, but it's not me that's done it. It's my people that have done it. The people. My people make me look good. I'm not the one working in the jail every night. I'm not the one working the road every night. I'm not the one in the courthouse. Just those dedicated men and women of the sheriff's office who are putting it on the line and making it work for the citizen because a deputy sheriff is the citizen's deputy. When someone comes to work for me, I tell them that whatever you do is just as if it's me. Because the deputy is just a part of the sheriff. They represent me in everything. And uh, I'm proud of the men and women that work for me and that have worked for me. But we've, we've moved the sheriff's office to another level. And um, it's like I got the hospital to fund defibrillators in all our cars. I got the hospital. Thank you, Caramont. Really gassed a memorial, but no. <laughs> always will be. Give him a little plug. Just, just always will be. Gassed a memorial, but now it's Caramont. But, and, and when the opioid crisis occurred, Caramont came through and bought, I talked to the president and got him to donate enough money to buy. Narcan for every police car in Gaston County. Oh, that's cool. The cities and the deputies and everyone, because but we use it, and that's that's one of the tragedies that we're having in this county. We have too many people dying of overdoses, and that's that's something we need to combat as a community. Yeah, fentanyl is everywhere. I mean, fentanyl is in. <laughs> well, they're they're starting to mix fentanyl with meth with cocaine and yeah and we've we've seen a lot more overdoses isn't in that the crazy it's, it's unbelievable this across the whole united states it's an epidemic yeah and 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 they can't say they don't know about it because we're telling them about oh, it yeah. all the time don't do drugs if you don't do drugs don't do heroin or fentanyl. <laughs> Don't yeah. do that. Math. Okay. But bourbon's okay, right? Bur- <laughs> bourbon's okay. Bourbon's Rebel, cool. Rebel Yell 100. Yeah. Rebel 100. It's true. not a controlled hey, substance. Guys, we'll be right back into this. Right. I'm Ronnie Worley, conservative candidate for your North Carolina House of Representatives, District 109 here in Gaston County. 
I'm a common sense, practical conservative who believes in results, not rhetoric. We need a leader in Raleigh who will fight for Gaston County. If you send me to Raleigh, you'll see results. I'll bring more transportation funding to ease traffic congestion and manage growth in our county. I will support school choice and give parents more say in their children's education. I'll focus on economic development and job creation. I'll be a champion for law enforcement and protect your rights against unlawful orders and mandates. I ask you to vote Ronnie Worley on May 17, 2022, for North Carolina House. Paid for by the committee to elect Ronnie Worley, North Carolina House. If you're like me, you value experience in the positions where it's needed most. I am Beth Stockwell, and I am running for Superior Court Judge in Gaston County. For over 10 years, I have served as an assistant district attorney here in Gaston County. I am the experienced candidate in this race, having actually prosecuted multiple homicides, drug trafficking cases, sex offenses, as well as many other felonies. I have fought to protect the citizens and communities of Gaston County. Not only do I have vast experience in the courtroom, I am also a strong Republican who will fight to uphold the Constitution as it is written. On May 17th, send experience to the bench. I am Beth Stockwell. I am running for Superior Court Judge, and I approve this message. All right, Sheriff. Prior to the podcast starting, you was talking about a truck you just acquired? Not just a truck. What thing you was talking about? That the rescue truck? The James Bond piece of equipment. Oh, <laughs> Lord. No. So... Uh, now, when you talk about the, the, well, the same type of truck being used in Ukraine, we have Russian listeners. Just, just yeah, so. got a lot of people in Russia listen to this. This, well, <laughs> in Ukraine, if too. you come get me, you're going to play a hard time. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, back in 2006 or seven, when Terry Salt was the chief of Gastonia, I went to Terry. The sheriff had a SWAT team. The city had a SWAT team. And I said, you know, we can save some money if we combine our SWAT teams. And so we decided to do that, but we decided to take it a step further. That uh, a special weapons team or SWAT team serves the whole county. And so we went to... Uh, every agency in the county and asked them if they want to be a part of the team. And everybody joined the regional response team. It's called the Gastonia Regional Response Team, uh, except for three agencies. And so over the years, uh, we, we work on the philosophy that if – Stanley calls, they're needing, they've got a situation where they need a special team that that team responds to Stanley and the Stanley chief is, is over that team. Even though it may be Gastonia, Mount Holly, Belmont and sheriff's deputies, that chief, he's over the team and he tells the team what he wants done. And that's when the team takes over and uses their abilities and makes the decisions on how to complete what the, chief asked for and so uh, we have trained hard we we have we are well respected we're uh, the the gastonia regional swat team is the primary backup to charlotte 
high school than, is, than they are to us. And uh, so, but one thing we didn't have is a uh, armored rescue vehicle. And so for over three years, I've been trying to get uh, one of our representatives to get us some grant money or a special uh, allowance from the legislature. And the person I turned to was Kathy Harrington. She's a great senator. And during that time, I was a Democrat and she was a Republican. That's right. Yep. And so, but she worked with me. And by the way, for all those people to say that Kathy's really a Democrat, she's been a Republican all her life. Her mom and dad are Republicans, and I think that's the reason they didn't like me. So, yeah. <laughs> one of the reasons. You yeah. <laughs> when you have that mixed marriage, you know, sometimes there can be problems, but mixed marriage and that I'm a Repu- Democrat or was, yeah, and the- she was a Republican. But Kathy worked, and, and she got us the money to purchase a uh, – uh, Alpine Armory's pit bull, which we received last Friday, and it will be an operation to protect the citizens of the county. And, and you show us pictures of that thing. That's pretty cool. Oh, it it is an awesome vehicle. We're going to uh, drive it in the uh, Special Olympics torch run. I think that's that's coming week. up. That's yeah. next week, I think. Uh, and so that that will be its 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 coming out party. And so we're uh, you gonna let one of us drive it? Oh Lord! Can we door stickers, bourbon and badges, can, door stickers on it? Yeah, come on, we just stick out the port, top of it, and wave. It has to, it has the patches of every agency that's that's on the team. But um, I drove it. The first, I, I was the first one to drive it in Gaston County, and I drove it from as you should be. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, I drove it from sheriff's office to Randlow. We we stored it there till we can get a garage built at the sheriff's office, which I'm building with non taxpayer money. Well, it's a grant from the state, so I reckon it is taxpayer money, but it's not property taxpayer money, and so that thing is a beast. And it's sort of hard to stop. And <laughs> <laughs> so did you have to put your foot through the floor? I had to put more. my foot all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a piece of equipment that will save lives. It uh, it has a lot of capabilities from being able to put out a fire. If someone inside the house with hostages and they start a fire, we'll be able to approach that. We're working with the city of Gastonia to have a fireman. Uh, to be available to operate that police are not firemen firemen are firemen police are police i agree that's, that's true and uh we're working with gyms gyms already has what we call tactical medics on our team but we're going to work with them more uh, i from the time i first became sheriff i've always tried to work with partnerships i believe in partnerships that we all together there's no turf but Together, we can protect our citizens better. Well, you know, we seriously, you've had you've had a pretty good relationship. Can you talk relationship? Easy for him to say. Hey, yeah, but about know, all the departments that, in Gaston that, County. That rebel yell. <laughs> yeah, <sir. laughs> it's, it's yelling. But no, you was always real easy. Your department was real easy to work with. Office. 
I tell them you can't fix it. What did I say? Department? Depar- yeah. It's not the office. I'm it's sorry. office. The sheriff's office. It's the office of sheriff. The sheriff always gets you on that board. Also, office. A few minutes ago, Sheriff, you said that uh, you know you uh, your deputies, the the people that work in your jail, and at the courthouse, everybody represents you. Yes. And everything that they do reflects on you. Oh yeah, I tell them it's. If they go out and mess up in public, this is if I'm doing it. Yep. So I got one thing to say is at one point in my career, I was uh, dispatched to a large gathering on the street in Gastonia. And when I pulled up by myself, <laughs> pulled up by myself, there were probably 25 to 30 people. It sounded kind of like that. Jesus, you better run. <laughs> there were probably 25 or 30 people standing in the uh, in the roadway, just hooting and hollering and carrying on. I look back, and I see a sheriff car. And I'm thinking, thank God. <laughs> and I just want to let you know that the person in that sheriff car was you. And I told them people not to be shooting those fireworks off ever again in the city of Gastonia. But you had my back. I appreciate yes. that. <laughs> well, that's during my time as as sheriff, uh, and that's part about the commitment to being sheriff. Sheriff in an eight to five job, nine to five job, it's a twenty four seven job, and and you have to be out amongst people. You you just can't go home and sit. From the time I became sheriff, I went to every event I could. And people say, well, you went through there so you could run for re-election. No. As sheriff, you got to be amongst people and let the people tell you what their problems are. Let the people know that they can call you. you got to put your cell phone on your card where people call you at home at 3 in the morning and talk to you about their son that just got arrested. What can they can do? You've, you've got to be available for the people at all hours, every day, and it is, it is wearing on you, and uh, and there's uh, there are a lot of officers in Gastonia and Dallas, Mount Holly and stuff. They'll say that at eleven o'clock at night they stopped a car, and all of a sudden, uh, back then I drove the black avalanche. You did, and they'd see a black avalanche pull up behind them, and blue lights come on. And yeah, it's tricked out, out blue lights. Look pretty good. Yeah, well, we went through two avalanches. <laughs> <laughs> I still got the original, and it still has blue lights. It, if it it got a it got a last run, so to speak. We were uh, uh, me and one of uh, Deputy Casey Tigner, uh, Kathy had hired him to work at the house, so I was taking him to his house to get something, and that's when they had the SWAT call out up in Cherville for the guy with the gun. And uh, she got to run 33 traffic one more time all the way up to Cherry. Well, there you go, yeah. <laughs> she, she had a good time. That's a good run, too. That oh, is a good run. run. She had that a good run. Terrible, yeah. And, um, and, uh, I mean, it was one night you and those Chief Adams back then, Gastonia PD, were riding together. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, on a hot call, and you guys pull up, you know, and you kind of just roll your window down to look, and I was like, oh, gosh. The brass is here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, we not only the sheriff, the chief we of police. We weren't the brass. <laughs> 
We were there to back you up. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah, true. I mean, very true. But and, and they were satellites lighting it up because there's 400 cell phones going off at one time. Hey, <laughs> heads up. Heads up. They're <laughs> out here. <Yeah. laughs> no, I always, I always go around and ride with uh, different chiefs and stuff. Um, but I'll tell you, that that's part of being sheriff, you know, and part of making the community and law enforcement, but also the community we serve, knowing they have someone they can talk to, someone they can turn to. And you don't always tell people what they want to hear. You guys say, I'm sorry, ma'am. There's nothing I can do for your son. And that's hard to do, I promise you, because we all have feelings and we we all understand that there but for the grace of God go I. And we've dealt with people that were real good people, but they screwed up and became bad people. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'll tell you one incident, and I wanted to say it to you because I, I witnessed it. You know, Mount Holly lost a police officer, Tyler Herndon, and I witnessed this that you did. You know, all of the people, you know, all the officers was in there, and we was trying to get everything together. And I come to the front desk, and I saw you working the front desk, of the Mount Holly Police Department. You're standing there with, you know, the front desk, the window where people come up because you wanted to do that to help out because everybody, you know, we was all emotional to what wreck. And you were standing at the front desk of Mount Holly for the citizens. If they come in, that's where the person's going to come to the front desk. As a sheriff, you was there. Not you know anything other than to help out. That's what you did. And that was something I, that stuck in my mind. You remember that? Yeah, I was. A, you was a, I was front. a front desk clerk for either five or six days nonstop because Mount Holly was suffering, right? And I, I went through losing a deputy, Kate, um, which the anniversary of her death is coming up. Uh, we give out the Kate Self Award award probably next week, I think it is. But I've been through that, but. That's part of it. We made sure that Mount Holly was covered. We used city. We used every police department in Gaston County to work Mount Holly when when, when Tyler was killed. And uh, Chief Roper uh, did an outstanding job of keeping his office or department together. Uh, even though when every time I see him, I could see the pain in his face. Oh, it's there, everybody. He, he 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 is a man who truly cares and but uh that's when law enforcement came together and and we took care of Mount Holly. We we made it happen and yeah. You was working the front desk. I was working the front desk. You was riding the pine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was answering the questions. But, but you know what you were doing? You were leading from the tip of the spear. He was. He was there. He was doing everything. The phone calls, people coming in, I saw it. Yeah. And but that's that that's important is that you have a leader that will lead from the front and not expect everybody to take care of things for them. Not it's good to delegate. Don't get me wrong because you got to train your people to be able to, to move up once you leave, but you have to be out there with them as much as you can. So they know number one, that you care. And number two, that the citizens see you there. Right. That's the job of sheriff is, 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 it's a little different. Because a lot of times, you know, people, they say, oh, the sheriff, you know, he's the highest-ranking law enforcement in the county, in which you are. But, you know, 
to see you do something like that, and you've done other things. You know, we don't have enough time in a podcast to go through it, but that yeah, was I one do. thing. I got it wrote down. <laughs> yeah. no. Well, I just, I just want to bring up because that I, I appreciate it. I saw you do it, yeah. and uh, that was amazing. Yeah, I think I think the funniest thing was in the middle of a storm. I'm standing in the middle of a intersection in Dallas with a coat and tie in my for Asha. My yellow jacket. <laughs> Asha approved. Asha approved. <laughs> Directing traffic for three hours because the power was out. There you go. And I didn't do that because I wanted to be recognized for it. But it I needed was, to be done. It needed to be done, and I'm there to serve citizens. And that's what you want in a sheriff is someone that's going to be there to serve citizens no matter what. It's... Um, Dallas had a shooting. The chief called me and said, I need help. I sent him deputies and myself. I, you know, I get out of bed and go. If anybody calls me saying they need help, I've taken deputies to uh, two hurricane call outs. I took, uh, I sound like I'm bragging. No, no, no. These are stories that we, no, no, no. You're not bragging. I'm going to shut up. No, no, no. No, we want to hear it. Yeah, I Sheriff, we want to hear it. This is just your resume. So, yeah. No, I don't have a resume no more. I'm retired. No, no, no. You're not retired yet. You're still the sheriff. These are stories that not only us, but the citizens of Gaston County and other counties are listening. Correct. hear this. But, Sheriff, there is a big rumor that the Mike 3 may come open. Just saying. <laughs> no, I can't replace him. <laughs> you can oh, replace it's easy. that man right there. It's easy. That, is, that is one of the hardest working guys I've ever known. Uh, thank you. We can make a mic five. I'll remove the city this corner. There you go. But I, but yeah, when uh, we had a hurricane hit down in Brunswick County, uh, a call went out for help. We took 15 deputies down to Brunswick. Uh, my sheriff's deputies worked in Brunswick County. Bladen County, um, Columbus County, and Robinson County. Uh, we spent most of our time in Robinson County working third shift. Uh, and how you do that, you know, you say, well, how can you go down and work Robinson County? You don't even know the streets. Well, you get behind another sheriff's deputy from Robinson County and you follow them. Answering yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And I think we could do that. So, well, we can. <laughs> so, um, we worked from six to six. I was out there from six to six. Now you're saying six P to six A. Yeah. Twelve hours. Twelve hours. And and me and my deputies were out there working and there's no water to be had unless you find bottled water. We didn't we didn't have coffee and uh, we slept in a church that had no electricity or power. And uh but we did the job. We helped the people down there in Robinson and Bladen and Brunswick County. And then when the next hurricane came through, we went to Pender County and we actually stayed in. Well, I, I smartened up. I had to bought my RV that I was sleeping in at Dallas house. So I drove it down to <laughs> Pender. So I had a little bit better living conditions, but, uh, 15 deputies, they, they slept on pews inside of a courtroom. Oh, wow. And uh, we worked mainly mainly the day shift, and uh, we answered calls just 
like anybody else. And and we helped the people in that, that area. And people say, well, my taxpayer dollar sent y'all down there. Yeah, but I promise you I can call any of them sheriffs right now and say I need help, and they'd move heaven and earth to send us people because we came to them when they needed help. Now, for the listeners, when when you go to a different county like that, I guess the sheriff swears your deputy. How does that work? No, that just comes under mutual aid agreement. Is that all? It's okay. Yeah, North Carolina has an open mutual aid agreement that every law enforcement agency is under mutual aid. That's and okay. so all we do is send a request, and the sheriff's association is the clearinghouse agency for requests, and will send people, send different agencies. It's like when – in Protasquatank County. That's the hardest county to say. Say it again. Protasquatank. Can you say I, it? I've never heard of it. Where's that at? Protasquatank. That's up in that's up near Virginia, near Roanoke. And say it fast. Protasquatank. <laughs> okay, say it slow. <laughs> Protasquatank. Okay. So that's where um sheriff's deputies uh had a guy that they were trying to arrest came at him with a car and they shot and killed him and it's called unrest. Oh, I remember that. I remember okay. that now. And so uh, a call went out needing field force and field force is what we have to control civil unrest. And so I contacted four different sheriffs and said, uh, we've got this call out. Can you give me 25 field force? So I took 20 from, I took 25 from Gaston County deputies, 20 from Catawba County, 25 from Brunswick, 25 from New Hanover, and 17 from Alamance. And we went up there and uh, we assisted the sheriff up there and Elizabeth City. That's where Elizabeth City mm-hmm. is. And our field force team was up there keeping the peace. And uh, we stayed up there right at three days before they released us and came back home. But I promise you right now that I can call any of those sheriffs if we had a major incident here that we couldn't handle. And because we did that, we could get that help here. It's called helping each other and not being worried about what it looks like, but that we have. This is what's needed. Needed. Yeah. Because, and, and we're, I hope we have no more unrest in Gaston County. Cause that was a hard, hard time. And I pray to God it never occurs again, but we have good will throughout the County or throughout the state because we've been willing to stand up and go. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Well, that's good for the listeners to know because like I said, when you need it, you need it now. It's it's not oh, send it through this guy, this guy, this guy. Pick up the phone, call the sheriff. I need help, get it here. Yeah, and that's and that's part of being sheriff. And that's part of protecting the community. And that's one of our most important functions as any law enforcement is we work for the citizens and we're here to protect the citizens. But we also need the citizens to be supportive of us. And that's that's one thing that's gone away a little bit. I mean, a lot of kids used to want to be cops, but now we look at for three years, 
the Gaston County Sheriff's Office had difficulty in hiring anybody. I had my folks on, on mandatory overtime from the top to the bottom that had to work in the jail because we were so, so short staffed. And I have to give uh, a big thank you to Kim Eagle, Dr. Kim Eagle, the new county manager. She came in, she saw the need, and she got our pay raised significantly. We got higher than the county police. We got higher than the city police. Good deal, yeah. And I've gone from 20 openings to six in three or four months. Now, the county police and us, I shouldn't have said that. The county police and the sheriff's office are the same. But we moved above the city, but now the city has caught up with us. Right, and to paint a picture for our listeners, because we're the only county, am I, am I correct, that has a sheriff's office. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. <laughs> you, said, you said it right. Say it right now. And a county police. You don't owe me a quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the, all the other counties, the, the sheriff's yeah, the office. Sheriff, the sheriff's handles all the county issues. This is the only county in North Carolina that has a county police department. Yeah. And so we'll leave it at that. Yes, sir. And there's 100 counties. That right? There's 100 counties. I got that and question. Some of them, <laughs> and some of them are bigger than us, and the sheriff uh, is able to handle it. I'm okay? just curious about that. I'm asking. Right. Don't be looking at me like that slow ride. I'm oh, no, no, just, I'm, I'm like it a sponge. Was you, I'm, you, I'm, was you I'm a surprise that I knew there was a... No, sir. I'm never surprised when you know something. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot. I just don't show it on this podcast, but I know a lot, don't I, Hound Dog? You do, man. Like, you, you've known a lot ever since I've known you. Yeah, you got them Cleons or whatever they were? Yeah, them, them <laughs> Cleons. <laughs> never mind. Cleons is Klingons. Well, I said it all yeah, wrong. No, able. back in one more. <laughs> Go ahead and tell it now. I will. When we were being trained as newly law enforcement officers, Barry, on the night shift one night, he must have been, like, studying, you know, the uh, general statutes in, in his mind because he had his eyes closed, and he was thinking stuff. Oh, yeah. I was, I, I was, no, no, I wasn't thinking. No, go ahead. So, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, his training officer, Gary McGinnis. Gary McGinnis, yeah. Said, McGinnis? Yeah. He was my training officer. And he said, passed Colonel McGinnis? Yeah. yeah. He, see there? Okay. okay. He met he met my training officer at the time, Jeff Dobbins. Jeff Dobbins. And me, myself. And <laughs> Gary said that Barry just all of a sudden woke up and said, those Clayons. I called them Clayons, but it's not proper. But notice, no, it's but notice he said you woke up and said <laughs> <laughs> they never let me. I always forget. What are you dreaming of? What do you call them? They're Klingons. 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 Okay, you I call got them Klingons. Well, I'm from West Gaston. What do you want? I mean, come on, give me West Gaston is a fantastic place. I know. Man. Don't put it down. No, I know. I grew up there. <laughs> but ever since then, Sheriff. Every time we talk about this, I always give him hell. How about the freaking Clayons? And I say, <laughs> look at the shirt. But y'all know, all of y'all work third shift, right? Oh, yeah. yeah That's where the Clayons work. <laughs> yeah. But what was the hardest time to stay awake? After gas call for us, 
Yeah. Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Four, o'clock. Yeah. four to six. Yes. Yes. It was yeah. terrible. It was hard. I don't know what it is about. Well, that. The, the city dies down. Finally, all the you know, people raising cans <laughs> going to sleep, sleeping it off, and it's just that quiet time. And, and, and there's no calls. No. And, and then playonses are sleeping. Playonses are sleeping. I can remember <laughs> sitting at uh, Ozark in New Hope. Asleep at the wheel, with my foot on the brake at the stoplight, and I fell asleep. Isn't that I've done the same thing? Terrible. It, it same is terrible. Place. Well, I, I may or may not be able to share. What I'm not saying. <laughs> that was when I was when I was driving the yellow car. Okay, the rural, the rural car, the rural but car. I, I just fell asleep. It happens. Oh, it and, does. Yeah, I didn't. I pull up by. I'm like third in line in cars. You know, and you sit like like you blink, you look up, and you're sitting there all by yourself. Yeah. So at least they won't oh, really. No. I turned on my blue lights and siren took off because everybody was blowing <laughs> I play this off. Uh, I got a call. And no, I should not have done that. <laughs> no. Well, we've all but done I that. I was so embarrassed. It was, it was, I got a hot call bad. to go to. Well, I tell you, we had uh, one off. We won't, we won't name Hubbard's name, but. He, he ran blue light and siren to the PD because he had to poop. <laughs> oh, he did. Sweet. Yeah. He did. Yeah, well, oh. had, the man had to go. <laughs> It that could is, be an emergency. He might not have been the only one that ever done that either. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Well, but if you're a well-trained officer, you know the places throughout to go. your yeah. zone. That oh, that's you I'm coming back exactly. from the mountains, and there's a trooper pull, pulls roughly by himself on the side of the road. And I'm like, what's up with that? And see, and see you, he bailed out a cart, and down the woods he went. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nature that was today. Did he have his hat on? No, he didn't have his hat on. Oh, he didn't have his hat on. Yeah, because at first we're like, what's he doing? Because he's all by himself up down the woods. I was like, oh, it's been there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, we all have seen a lot. And uh, I, I, I will say this for everybody that's wore the badge, that's drove an ambulance, that's drove a fire truck, everybody should appreciate them because they live with ghosts and pain. Oh yeah, that they never tell nobody about. Each one of us sitting here can think of when I'm 